ever wake up in the morning and sometimes wonder if some of the things you believe in may not be right and maybe you're wrong. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. If it's any consolation, don't feel bad if you do. There are times even I wake up and wonder, are some of the things that I'm sharing with you incorrect? Are they misinformation? Is it disinformation? Or is it truth? You want to know something? It can be very difficult in this time to find the truth. I've never seen anything like it in my entire lifetime, in all honesty, where truth is such a limited commodity. Two years ago, a lot of people were divided politically. Going back to 2019, uh, getting ready for the next presidential election, there's always that division of the left and right, Republican, Democrat. I get it. That's how it's always been. We have been divided politically. But I've noticed in recent years and decades that increasingly, we're being divided more than just politically. And it takes a little bit of discernment and a little time to to recognize it and realize it, that things that go on in our world can be used to divide us even further. Abraham Lincoln said, a house divided against itself cannot stand. The Bible teaches the same thing. That is a truism. That's something that's never going to change. If we are divided amongst ourselves in such an angry and almost mob-like mentality, then it's easier to control the two groups by keeping them arguing with each other. I think that's where we are today. We talk a lot. We're not going to say too much about it. I do have something I want to share in a little bit on it. We're not going to talk about COVID-19 so much today as we did yesterday. I've got a lot of other things that I do want to share that are just as important. In the program today, by sharing an article that I read this morning from a Dr. Joseph Mercola. Now, you may know who he is. You may not agree with everything that he, he talks about or says, but... I've been doing a little bit of research, and I have a a high comfort level with this individual. Now, here's his background, and I like how Wikipedia, they try to paint him now as some kind of a strange quack, uh, keeper of odd knowledge, you know, a kook, because he he goes against the mainstream narrative, especially when it comes to COVID-19. He's considered, at least by Wikipedia, an American alternative medicine proponent, He's an osteopathic physician, and he does deal with a lot of healthy vitamin and food supplements. And honestly, I used to be a skeptic about a lot of that stuff, but not anymore. I mean, I have seen the proof firsthand of some of these natural remedies instead of all this chemical and weird stuff you get from, you know, from the pharmaceutical companies. I'm, I'm a little bit gun shy about some of the things that the pharmaceutical companies have given us. Well, Dr. Mercola obviously understands medicine and health more than I would and most laymen would. And he's been around for a long time. And he has had some concerns about COVID-19 and how we're dealing with it. What is it really? 
What are the proven treatments? And of course, like I say, because he goes against the Dr. Anthony, I can never do wrong Fauci narrative. Well, he's immediately condemned by YouTube, condemned by Twitter, condemned by Facebook. Now, to me, if you are condemned by Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, that to me is a badge of honor because these people have decided they know the truth. Even if it's a lie, it's going to be your truth. And that's why I was saying when you when you wake up some mornings, and I mean, I've had these days too where you, you start watching the news, even Fox News, even some of the th- things from Newsmax, you wonder, maybe some of what they're saying is true, and then you dig a little deeper, and you find people that are shall we say, on the front line, in the trenches, and you begin to dissect the numbers that they're giving you about this pandemic, and suddenly it doesn't look as bad as they're trying to make you believe. I can remember a year ago, and it hasn't changed much, a little over a year ago now. There was a story, and it came out of Anderson, South Carolina, a town that I know intimately well, my mother's side of the family, grandfather, a bunch of aunts and uncles and others, all lived in Anderson, South Carolina, and I've lived there myself. I've been on radio in that town over the years myself, even started a small mission church in Anderson almost about 17, 18 years ago. So I know Anderson quite well. There was a story that came out in the Anderson Independent newspaper. Now, the Anderson Independent newspaper used to be at one time a very reliable news source. It was founded by a man by the name of Wilton E. Hall, long since deceased, who actually was the publisher of that paper in the early part of the 20th century, built the first radio station in Anderson in 1935. I actually worked for that radio station in 1973. The newspaper, of course, was sold over the years, and like many of the newspapers, owned by one of these, what I call, woke corporations. Some of their reporters are just slimy, I mean insidious, hateful, and they're they're out to get anybody that's a conservative. And they also like fear porn, as I call it on this program, which is peddled by CNN and and MSNBC on a daily basis. Millions will die. Millions more will die. It's all because of super spreading events and everything else. You know, hey, it's funny. Obama can have his 60th birthday party, as we all know, have hundreds of guests, no face masks, no social distancing. Yet they get mad at the Sturgis bike rally and they keep trying to claim it was some super spreader event. But I've looked over the data from last year. It was not. But they try to make you believe it is. How about Lollapalooza that was held about two weeks ago? A little under two weeks ago in Chicago. 360,000 people, maskless, arm to arm at this music and pop festival in Grant Park in Chicago. Not a word out of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Not one word. But get a group of people that might be conservative or might have supported Trump. Oh, well, that's a super spreader event. You you see how this works? And I'm looking at this article, and I want to share just a few pieces of it with you to give you an idea that I'm, like I say, 
sometimes I'll look at the news, I'll see something that comes in an email, and it'll make me double think or triple think what I'm sharing with you. And then you find that gem of truth, the thing you know is true, that cannot be denied, and you realize you're on the right path. If you look at any, oh, how do I put it, evil government, let's call it that, from the 1930s or 40s or any other era, they've always tried to control the narrative. And anytime you stray from the narrative, you're beaten down and made to look like a fool. That's been happening, well, that's just how despots work. They have for for centuries. So I have to look carefully at the stuff that I say and do, and I feel a very strong level of confidence that what I share with you is true. If you manipulate the news, they say, the experts say, that it doesn't take long to brainwash somebody into believing a narrative. If that narrative is presented to them multiple times in multiple formats, you begin to believe what you're being told. You believe it so much, you take everything from that point on without question. You just simply believe it, and if anybody says something different, you're so fearful that you will condemn other people and say, no, 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 CNN said, or MSNBC said, or I read in an email. In other words, you become, you become a believer and you start helping to perpetuate the lie. Now, I can recall a news story that goes back to the time that I was in college. This goes back to August of 1973. Ever heard of a term called Stockholm Syndrome? Now, it's a psychological response wherein the captive begins to identify closely with his or her captors and begins to believe their agenda and is sympathetic to their demands. Now, I'm telling you, if you go back to Patty Hearst, she was kidnapped She was the heiress of a wealthy newspaper firm. And after about 10 weeks of being taken hostage by the Symbionese Liberation Army, she she started helping her kidnappers rob a bank in California. Let's fast forward to, to 1979. You remember the hostage crisis in Iran? Well, guess what? That Stockholm Syndrome worked its way into the public imagination. It also had a lot to do with the hijacking of TWA Flight 847. In other words, you are so inundated and you're so beaten down mentally. I can give you many more examples of of how what you truly believe, what you truly hold dear, can evaporate under the right kind of psychological pressure. And that's what happens when you watch CNN news every day. You're being fed nothing but a pile of manure, pure propaganda, pure and simple. They have a political agenda. 
They're all for wokeness. They think transgenderism is totally normal, that everybody should have their birth certificate not even identify if you're a male or female, that you should use the restroom of your choice. If you're a man 45 years of age and, you know, you decide today, (laughs) you know, you wake up and decide, Man, I feel like a woman. Sorry, feeling like a woman doesn't make you a woman. Somehow, in just a decade, we've gone from treating people that have what is called gender dysphoria, we begin to treat them like they're normal. We're encouraging mental illness. And the one thing the mainstream media, once again, they'll hide this fact. You start looking for those that have gone through, shall we say, the transition, a significant number very much have regrets and wish they had never butchered their bodies or damaged themselves with hormone blockers. And they realized that they were suffering a mental illness. It was not real. So understanding we live in this world of of real weirdness. And and so a lot of us get caught up with the mainstream news. It's, It's easy to do. I've done it. I'll wake up sometimes and think maybe they're right. And then again, you find the stories, and then you talk to people who are on the front line. They deal with it every day. And you say, is what I'm seeing true? And they go, not exactly. They begin to give you the facts, and you realize that they're using a story, but they're they're leaving out some, let's say, important details. Let's get to Dr. Mercola. Now, do I agree with everything the man has ever said, done, or, or proposes? Probably not. But as a general rule, he is talking to other people in the medical field. And I'm putting Dr. Mercola aside for a second. Let me just throw this at you. There are so many doctors today that are willing to get on radio programs, uh, produce videos, whatever, and they know this could destroy their medical career. Dr. McAuliffe of of Texas is a great example. Here's a guy that teaches medicine at a university, and he is putting his reputation on the line saying the way we're treating and dealing with COVID is totally wrong. And he does not agree with the way that Dr. Fauci has handled things. There are a lot of others that I'm running into. And I'm going to share something in just a little bit. This one guy puts it all in perspective. If you ever had your doubts, once again, there are a lot of people in the medical profession that are willing to go along with the establishment so they don't lose their medical license. They don't want people calling them quacks. They they just want to follow along. They don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to have their name in the public. But some are willing to take a risk, like Dr. Mercola and many others. And what he wrote, he said, um, according to the powers that be, including the current political administration, the Biden-Harris or Harris-Biden administration, which is taking its talking points from an obscure group funded by dark money. This is the accusation Dr. Mercola makes, operated by an unregistered foreign agent. Somehow, Dr. Mercola is the number one super spreader of COVID-19 misinformation. Now, this despite reaching a significantly smaller mainstream news outlet like ABC World News Tonight or or even a Fox News or NBC or any of the bigger things. 
both which also were on the top 15 Facebook post questioning the safety of COVID shots from mid-June to mid-July of this year. The fact is most people targeted as the top 12 disinformation spreaders uh, by our sitting president, people like me, I guess, we all have very small reaches. And his guess is a majority of people have never even heard of many of the individuals that are, you know, sounding the alarm. Yet just 12 people are accused of spreading two-thirds of all the vaccine misinformation without penalty, and the president is now demanding we be denied our rights to free speech and be eliminated from the World Wide Web. Now, CNN, he writes, back in August 4th, followed the New York Times footsteps airing another hit piece. Not surprisingly, CNN relies on the expertise of Imram Amid, the founding CEO of the Center for Countering Digital Hate, a member of the Steering Committee on Counting Extremism Pilot Task Force under the British Government's Commission for Counting Extremism. Now, Amid, an unregistered foreign agent, crafted the Disinformation Dozen report, which is now being used by media and government officials to target and literally harass people and strip away their constitutional rights. Dr. McCulloch continues, he says, uh, as noted by Missouri Senator Josh Hawley, the state had attacked individuals for speaking out against uh, the COVID-19 uh, vaccines. Amid tried to get a number of conservative websites and news organizations banned and deplatformed. This is what Hitler did. This is what Stalin did. This is what Mussolini did. This is what Mayo Tung did. This is what, what any despot, just satanic ruler will do. Nobody can speak against the one idea. So where does the money come from? that funds these organizations that try to crush the voices. Where do they come from? This is what Josh Hawley is concerned about. Nobody seems to know. Nobody knows where this money comes from for those that are trying to influence our American republic. I'm telling you, you look at, uh, you have to comply with whatever Fauci says or else. This is, this is concerning. Dr. Mercola adds in his article, I'm just giving you some highlights. Rather than send me an inquiry and unmask, <laughs> notice unmask CNN reporter Randy Kane opted to track him down as he was riding his bicycle around his hometown to ask why he didn't wear a mask and why I say a mask doesn't work. Neither was she wearing one when she visited my business in Cape Coral, Florida, and quizzed employees standing less than a couple of feet away. And this CNN, you know, talking uh, brainless individual goes, are you spreading misinformation, she asked. And I said no, because I'm not. Raising questions about the usefulness of these paper surgical masks, which is what people buy two for a dollar at Walmart and reuse them for months on end and the potential adverse impacts of experimental shots is not misinformation. It's just purely information. See, this is one of the things that I I really had to fight the other day, thinking about it last night and the night before in doing this program. 
any there's some great material that's out there that comes out pre-pandemic so it's not tainted new vaccines especially using uncharted water technology as i want to call it dr malone who invented the mrna technology and he had a purpose in doing this and he believes it has a wonderful future in treating certain things like cancers that other things cannot treat. And he may be right. Coronavirus vaccines, you're going to hear this in a few minutes uh, from another doctor. There's never been a successful coronavirus vaccine in the history of vaccines. Period. End of sentence. Period. There has never been one. The ones that they've tried, that they've tested the normal procedural way to get approval, ended up failing somewhere along the way where it was no longer suitable to be used. And it, it that, you know, it's back, back to the drawing board. We've never had a successful coronavirus somewhere in the first, second, or third year of the research and the testing, the whole thing collapses. And it's back to the drawing board. To believe, to believe what we were told last year, that this magical vaccine was developed somehow between, oh, I don't know, March and December, like nine or ten months, or actually till October. Because, see, we now know these vaccines, as they call them, they're not, but these concoctions... They were ready uh, to seek their emergency use authorization in October. But companies kept it quiet because they didn't like Trump. (laughs) And so they didn't want him to get any credit. So they waited till after the election to say, oh, by the way, we we, we have this concoction that'll cure COVID or something. They didn't they didn't want him to get that credit. Well, that's obvious now in retrospect. It's also more obvious they've been working on a lot of this nonsense for decades. I think, and I'll get back to this guy's article in a moment here, and I'm just going to share it. I mean, you have all these people have been working on coronaviruses. And in most cases, honestly, they were looking at them as a bioweapon. They weren't developing vaccines for something that naturally occurs to be prepared for. They were preparing or thinking about ways of treating a bioweapon. Think about that for a moment. Trying to deal with a bioweapon. Who would be making a bioweapon? The Chinese, maybe. The Russians, who knows? Uh, Iran, maybe. The United States, apparently, even though we're not supposed to be doing it. And you get certain people's names keep cropping up in the middle of all this. There's a Dr. Barrick from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. His name's out there a lot. Peter Daszak, who, by the way, is a zoologist. He's not a biologist. He's not a doctor. But he runs the EcoHealth Alliance, which is where another doctor by the name of Anthony Fauci steered money to keep playing gain of threat, that's the technical name, gain of threat, not function. Function just sounds more polite. 
Oh, it's just gain of function research. No, it's gain of threat. How can it be a more serious threat to human beings? How can it kill or injure or disable more people? That's what they were working on. And then trying to find a way to counteract it if they ever used it as a bioweapon. This is the real truth that nobody wants to talk about. This is what MSNBC will never want to deal with. CNN has just abandoned any journalistic ethics, journalistic integrity, by not trying to follow up. Instead, they hail Dr. Fauci as some, you know, messiah sent from heaven to rule over us when it comes to... COVID-19! COVID-19! So here's some of the so-called misinformation that Dr. Mercola has been accused of of sharing. For example, uh, he doesn't uh, talk about the vaccines being safe and effective. Well, there's no scientific evidence to establish that yet anyway. I mean, we, we see it on Facebook every day. These vaccines are tested and they are safe and effective. And then there's evidence that show maybe not so fast. As I said, there's never been a successful coronavirus vaccine yet, and this is new technology that the inventor of the technology says should not be used in this way because of all the problems that may come out later. Like I say, we've never had a successful coronavirus vaccine yet. So how did this magically happen in, you know, nine months or less? You know, CNN thoroughly trusts whatever the CDC says. There's no doubt about it. They fired three employees who don't want to be vaccinated. They're, so they're gone. Jeff Zucker, the idiot, the morally bankrupt fool that runs CNN, the lying propaganda corporation that was founded by another person that has some weirdness, Ted Turner, who believes the world can only accommodate 300 million people. The rest need to leave. Yeah, he does. He believes the world. We need to eliminate billions of people. Then the planet will be stable. And and all the man-made global warming stuff will stop. CNN trust him. Apparently, no end. And all staff that came into contact with those employees, they, they must get the injection or they must, now they've got a social distance because these people do not have the vaccine. And CNN would lead you to believe that anybody with the vaccine that gets a positive test, it's got to be a breakthrough case. It can't be. These things are supposed to work miracles. And these are the same people that back last October said, you know, Kamala Harris, oh, that's a Trump vaccine. I'll never take it anyway. Nobody was going to take it. Now that they're in charge, they want everybody to have it. Funny how they can change on a dime. They have no moral conviction. They have no scientific convictions at all. And so a lot of people are concerned about this injection of of what is nothing more than a synthetic genetic code. That's what it is. And Dr. McCullough talks about the encounter that he had with this person from CNN. And uh, this CNN journalist... I use that term loosely, emailed some questions to which he responded. And one of the answers he gave, whether the COVID shots have the ability to alter a person's genetic coding, was never included in in her show or story or hit piece. 
And as he says, the mRNA shots are injections of synthetic genetic code. That's what they are. There's nobody denying that. They don't want to talk about it, but that's what it is. So that they would not be present if not for the jabs in a person's body, they, they have a purpose. They alter cells to create the spike protein. That's what they do. And we don't know what the long-term effect is. We, we simply do not know. We are basically, if you look at how vaccine research has been done in the past, you know, back in the good old days, where there was actual double-blind testing over years, looking at different groups of people, elderly, younger people, male, female, you know, all the kind of different dynamics to learn how these vaccines will or will not work. And as I said, doctors will tell you there's never yet been even the first vaccine for a SARS-CoV type or coronavirus, you know, virus. It's never been done yet. So now you have Twitter removing tweets, applying the misinformation label. Who are their doctors? And these people can't be sued. There's the worst part. They have this Section 230 privilege. They're privileged characters. They're billionaire privileged characters. They decide what the truth is, and they can never be held accountable. They can defame you, destroy you, but they can't be held accountable. Facebook has removed many of Dr. Mercola's pages and banned others. YouTube uh, removed videos. And she also is complaining this reporterette about his book, The Truth About COVID-19, which he said wasn't going to name is on the Amazon's uh, bestseller list. There's a whole lot about this. Anderson Cooper, there's another intellectually and morally bankrupt fool that they place on the TV set. He looks intelligent with those glasses, but he's an idiot. He's a total idiot, and he's a total reprobate. He shouldn't be watched. Anderson Cooper 360 is a waste of your, your spiritual and intellectual time. There's so much that is happening, and I'm going to share just in a minute. Like I say, this this guy has been through the ringer, and so much of what I've read that he has shared in the past, and I have included on this radio program some information I've learned from there. He's consistently been right. See, that's the one thing I can say when it, when you look at Dr. Mercola, has been generally correct over the past eight months, where the Fauci fraud fool has been all over the map. Yet nobody ever says, well, you got it wrong last time. How do you know you're right this time? The mainstream media just pretends they didn't hear what he said three weeks ago or a month ago or or two months ago or six months ago or six minutes ago. And now we find we have all these variants. And, of course, Fauci is always predicting the next variant is going to be totally deadly. He said that about every one, and they all end up doing what viruses normally do from what we're seeing. They become more contagious, but they have lower symptoms, if any. And it seems that the vaccine doesn't do anything. As Dr. Mercola writes, from a continuity of narrative perspective, they're in quite a pickle. On one hand, we're told that no one is safe until 100% of a given population is vaccinated. But then again, 
if we can get some countries to the 10% mark, that'd be sufficient too. I mean, there is no consistency. I get it. I've been following this. That's why truth is so hard to find. And even when I have my doubts, I will find somebody or something out there that suddenly gives me some confidence that what I'm sharing with you, in a few minutes, I'm going to share the audio from a video that someone shared with me yesterday. A lot of people have seen it. It's kind of gone viral everywhere as YouTube is busy trying to crush it and suppress it. And I want you to hear the audio. It's only about five minutes. And I'll do that on the other side of the break. As we go to the break, I want to thank all of you who have been supporting this ministry. You just don't know what it means to me. There are times I I enter the month and I wonder, we've got so many bills that come in, will we make it? And then there there it happens. It's, It's a miracle, really, that God is using his people. And in some months when I have some, you know, extraordinarily high expenses uh, for things that need to be done, it seems to get covered. So I am blessed by God. I'm not paid, just so you know. I don't need to be. I'm retired. God is pretty well taking care of the needs of my wife and myself. And so we live our lives in our retirement. And I, I use this time. I spend a few hours a day piecing this program together and getting it out to to you. We're on shortwave radio on WRMI, also on KVOH. I'm looking to expand that reach. We're on a radio station in Delta, Utah, KYAH. And it just was a wonderful opening that came along. And I'm going to be continuing there. I'm beginning to hear from people. So if you're listening in Utah, let me know. You can even just send me a direct email. Say, hey, I hear you on AM540. And my email is bob at truth2ponder.com. Bob at truth2ponder.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd consider helping us out, um, I'd appreciate that too. And our mailing address in Georgia is 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. That's our secure box. We're in the city of Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. Like I say, on the other side of this break, I've got something that if you have not heard this, this is from a real frontline, I am a doctor with a practice, talking to a school board. You've got to hear this. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Holy Feet Washing Movement. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. It's one of the most moving scenes in the gospel. The woman approaching Messiah, weeping at his feet, washing them with her tears, drying them with her hair. Now imagine if she went out and founded a movement, the Holy Feet Washing Movement, along with the Holy Feet Washing Doctrine, the Holy Feet Washing Seminar. In order to join this movement, you had to start crying, wash people's feet with your tears, dry them with your hair. What then? Well, then you'd have something comparable to many religions and many Christian walks. Then you have something in which people end up just going through the motions of faith without the heart, without the encounter. And for most believers, well, that's what their walks are. When they first came to the Lord, 
they had a real encounter. He touched their hearts. They were overwhelmed. They didn't know what they were doing, but what they did came right from their hearts and they changed. But after a while, they grew comfortable. They went to church regularly and said the right words, but the heart was gone. The encounter was gone. Could that be you, my friends? Have you been kind of running on empty, going through the motions, saying the right words, but the encounter is gone? Come back, my friend, to your first love. You need yet to encounter the Lord. You need yet to be cleansed. You need yet to be healed. You need yet to be changed. You need yet to be set free. Pour out your heart before the presence of the Lord. Weep real tears from your heart at his feet and let him touch you for real. Put away your religion and come back to the feet of the living God. Want more? Ask for falling for anything. Now, how often do you get something offered to you? Priceless, wonderful, life-changing, and free. Well, here goes right now. Sapphires. It's as precious as it sounds. Guaranteed to help give you life and walk of joy and victory. An incredible mystery of the temple doors. You'll love it. It's priceless and it's free. How do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be so blessed, but call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and all the unreached peoples on five continents with over a billion people. Just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be blessed. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. I'd love to hear from you. Questions, comments, whatever. The Nice Jewish Boy at Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. The zip, 07644. It's The Nice Jewish Boy. It's Box 1111. It's Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. 44. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Aleichem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah Hechatan, the Bridegroom. This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of the program, Truth to Ponder. It's a Tuesday. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Listen, I want to share something in a, just a couple of minutes. You've got to hear this. But before I do, real quick, I'm going to be working, I hope, on the website for Truth to Ponder over the next uh, several days. Man, if you do any kind of WordPress work, I would love to hear from you. Just send me an email. My direct address is bob at truth, the number two, ponder.com. That's bob at truth, the number two, ponder.com. When I put this website together months ago, I've had some issues with it. I really need to make some, some dramatic changes to make it easier to navigate and also to link in where the new primary podcast site is, which, by the way, um, I'm using Anchor FM, which pushes it out to a lot of places, but also I'm using PodPoint, which is a Christian location. I just feel better not having to worry about strange advertising that I would disagree with uh, coming into play with the program. So any help, if you have any ideas of what I could, where I could go, what I could do, love to hear from you. Also, if you have not checked it out, if you go to the current website, I know it's not as easy to find as I might like it. On the top menu, you'll see a bunch of uh, buttons like home, where to listen, your host, will you help? And there's one called our radio channel. 
And if you go there, you can find this 24-7 radio channel, the same one that's available on free-to-air satellite currently. And I'd like you to check it out and give me your opinions. We got some work to do on it. And maybe you know some programs that need to be on that uh, radio channel. Look it up. It's at our website, truth2ponder.com. Truth2ponder.com. And there's also another button there that somebody recently used. And just so you know, there's one that says prayer request. And when you send one, we really do take the time to pray for your need. And so feel free to use that from the website. A lot of things to be done. I really need to upgrade this website. And if you have any thoughts or suggestions, oh, I'd be so, so pleased to hear from you. Now, I want to play a little audio clip while I have some time here. And this has been sent to me by several people. And I've listened to it. I've looked at the board meeting that it was involved in. The guy's name is Dr. Daniel uh, Dan Scott, or Dr. Daniel Scott. And he is a physician. And in searching him out on the internet, like we oftentimes do, he's an MD, age 59, lives, and he's a specialist in Noblesville, Indiana. And he's also affiliated with a community hospital. And when you look at his ratings... Man, he's five-star. These ratings that go back a while, his clients, his patients, they think the world of him. And he spoke at a school board meeting in Indiana to address some of their concerns about COVID-19. Now, you know he must be on the right path because all kinds of weirdos have come out of the woodwork, you know, trying to uh, debunk him. You know, some of these places who is dan stock and 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 is he the real deal and uh, is he giving misinformation and you know it goes on and on and on and and i'm finding i found this one website it's actually one of the first you find in a search uh, it's a website called deplatforming disease and this guy immediately goes into all the misinformation this doctor is giving, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And when you finally go down deep into the web, into his worthless page, and all his cut and pasting stuff and everything else, you find out he admits, by the way, on his uh, Twitter page, he's by no means any kind of medical expert. He's a kid who's buying all the BS we're being given from Dr. Fauci, and he's trying to uh, look at all there, and he's trying to uh, talk about this, that, and the other, and he's trying to basically call this doctor who's 59 years old, who has been to medical school, who actually runs a real practice. It's only the deranged little idiots like this clown with his little website trying to debunk what Dr. Daniel Stock claimed and stated (laughs) In in that school board meeting of the Mount Vernon uh, Community School Corporation. Now, I want you to listen to what Dr. Daniel Stock said. To address your comment, gee, it's hard to believe we're 18 months into this and still having a problem. And I would suggest the reason we still have a problem is because we're doing things that are not useful. And we're getting our sources of information from the Anna State Board of Health and the CDC, who actually don't bother to read science before they do this. Um, I'm actually a functional family medicine physician. That means I am specially trained in immunology and inflammation regulation. And everything being recommended by the CDC and the State Board of Health is actually contrary to all the rules of science. 
So things you should know about coronavirus and all other respiratory viruses, they are spread by aerosol particles, which are small enough to go through every mask. By the way, the literature that supports all of that is in a flash drive that we presented to you. It's been given to the secretary. As a matter of fact, it quotes at least three studies <laughs> sponsored by the NIH to that exact fact, even though the CDC and the NIH have chosen to, to ignore the very science that they paid to have done. Um, that is why you keep struggling with this, is because you cannot make these viruses go away. The natural history of all respiratory viruses is that they circulate all year long, waiting for the immune system to get sick through the winter or become deranged, as has happened recently with these vaccines, and then they cause symptomatic disease. Because they cannot be filtered out and they have animal reservoirs, and this is a very important point, no one can make this virus go away. The CDC has managed to convince everybody that we can handle this like we did smallpox, where we could make a virus go away. Smallpox had no animal reservoirs. The only thing it learned to infect was humans. That's why we were able to make that virus go away. That will not happen with this any more than it will with influenza, the common cold, respiratory syncytial virus, adenoviral respiratory syndromes, or anything else that has animal reservoirs. So the reason you can't do this is because you're trying to do something which has already been tried and can't be done. Equally important is that vaccination changes none of this, especially with this vaccine. And I would hope this board would start asking itself before it considers taking the advice of the CDC, the NIH, and the State Board of Health, why we are doing things about this that we didn't do for the common cold, influenza, or respiratory syncytial virus. And then ask yourself, why is a vaccine that is supposedly so effective having a breakout in the middle of the summer when respiratory viral syndromes don't do that? And to help you understand that, you need to know the condition that is called antibody-mediated viral enhancement. That is a condition done when vaccines work wrong, as they did in every coronavirus study done in animals on coronaviruses after the SARS uh, outbreak and done in respiratory syncytial virus, where a vaccine used in a vulnerable individual done the wrong way, which why cannot be done right for a respiratory virus, which has a very low pathogenicity rate, causes the immune system to actually fight the virus wrong and let the virus become worse than it would with native infection. And that is why you are seeing an outbreak right now. And in fact, in that flash drive you're going to have coming to you and in the emails with six extra, will be a study showing that 75% of people who had COVID-19 positive symptom cases in Barnstable, Massachusetts outbreak were fully vaccinated. Therefore, there is no reason for treating any person vaccinated any differently than any person unvaccinated. You should also know that no vaccine, even the ones I support and would give to myself and my children, ever stops infection. In 2014, there was outbreak of mumps in the National Hockey League. The only people who came down the symptoms were the people who were unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status. Boy, that sounds like a great argument for vaccines. But a question that you should ask yourself, Knowing that half of the people who came down with symptomatic disease had no contact with an unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status individual, where did they get the disease? And the answer was from the vaccinated individuals. No vaccine prevents you from getting infection. You get infected, you shed pathogen. This is especially true of viral respiratory pathogens. You just don't get symptomatic from it. So you cannot stop spread. You cannot make these numbers that you've planned on get better by doing any of the things you're doing because that is the nature of viral respiratory pathogens. And you can't prevent it with a vaccine because they don't do the very thing you're wanting them to do. 
and you will be chasing this the remainder of your life until you recognize that the Center for Disease Control and the Indiana State Board of Health are giving you very bad scientific guidance. And instead, read the articles that are going to come on the email and are on this flash drive and listen to the people in this audience here tonight who actually have recognized the advice they are getting from the CDC and the NIH is counterfactual. And that's why you're still fighting this with this vaccine that supposedly was going to make all of this go away, but it suddenly managed to make an outbreak of COVID-19 develop in the middle of the summer when vitamin D levels are at their highest. By the way, the other thing that would be necessary, any vaccine restriction to be considered is if there were no other treatment available. And I can tell you, having treated over 15 COVID-19 patients, that between active loading with vitamin D, ivermectin, and zinc, that there is not a single person who has come anywhere near the hospital and we already have studies that show that if you achieve a 25-hydroxy vitamin D level greater than 55, your risk of COVID-19 death will drop down to through one quarter of the population average for the United States. And there are active treatment trials included on that flash drive that show the same is true. So if you were going to discriminate based upon vaccine, you should also discriminate based upon 25-hydroxy vitamin D level, zinc taste test response, and probably previous infections, since there are also studies on that flash drive that show that people who have recovered from COVID-19 infection actually get no benefit from vaccination at all, no reduction in symptoms, no reduction in hospitalization, and suffer two to four times the rate of side effects if they are subsequently vaccinated. Therefore, the policies that you are basing on are totally counterfactual. I don't blame this board for that because I know you aren't scientists and you've thought it was reasonable to listen to the CDC, NIH, and the Indiana State Board of Health. But I would encourage that instead you listen to the people out here in this audience and read what's on that data drive. And if anybody here in this board has any questions about anything on that, I will happily come back and sit with you individually if you would like to explain the science behind this. And if you're worried about being sued by somebody because you don't follow the guidance of the CDC and the NIH, I will tell you have a free pro bono expert testimony at your disposal. I will testify in defense of this board, turning down all these recommendations for free at any time in any court. Thank you. Thank you. So there you have it. Dr. Dan Stock, his six-minute message to the Mount Vernon School Board meeting on the coronavirus and, and what he believes are the many failures of the CDC and even the Indiana State Board of Health. Now, it's amazing. Here's a physician who his patients love him. He's got great ratings. Why would he put his reputation on the line? Why would he share what so many are saying is misinformation? You know, I, I get sick and tired. I, like I say, this one idiotic website, deep platform disease or some such nonsense. Don't waste your time. It's hard to read. It's a bunch of cut and paste by a kid who believes everything Fauci ever said. Kid's a fool. He's now, he's really, he's really surprised. I've got some Twitter followers now. Whoopee! Because um, Google decided to rank you high because you, because you are buying the Fauci narrative and condemning a doctor that has more intelligence in his little pinky ring finger than you'll ever have in a lifetime. And one by one, I look at all these uh, websites, the ones that Google pushes high. The guy's a quack. The guy is giving disinformation. The guy's a danger. The guy goes against Mr. Fauci or Dr. Fauci. The guy goes against the established science. And over and over it goes. You know, I started the program today asking a question. And I hope you remember it. Do you ever feel so beaten down that maybe they're right? Then it's doctors like this 
who make it so crystal clear, so easy, so simple that most people can finally understand and get rid of all the gobbledygook and nonsense. His magnificent takedown of the fickle fraud that is called Dr. Fauci and all the people that are politically minded. Listen, here's my problem, and I'm now more convinced than ever. I'm totally convinced. The CDC is so political. They're dangerous to your health. They're dangerous to our nation. People complained last year at the CDC when... um, when President Trump had lowered part of their budget. That's going to hurt our research. It's going to be unhealthy for the population. You're taking away our money. No, he was taking away the money from their political operatives that are not in the medical business. The CDC is one of those typical government agencies that is so bloated and so out of sorts with its original mission, it needs to be dismantled or restarted. In other words, if anything ever needed a great reset, it's the CDC. There are more people that are political animals than physicians at the CDC. And some of those physicians have traded in their medical degree for a political science degree, like the gal that leads it. Oh, yeah, she's just a political operative put there for a purpose. I'm telling you, it's when I see a doctor like this willing to put his, his reputation, his practice, and his license on the line. Now, that's a real man who's manning up, and he's showing the real science. He's willing to to basically call Fauci a fraud, which I do all the time. It's doctors like him that give me some hope in these very difficult times. I named this program Truth to Ponder when I started it for a reason. The truth can be hard to find, and when you find it, you need to ponder it, think about it, look at it, understand it, and then take the light of truth against the darkness of lies and evil and deception. Tomorrow or Thursday or maybe both days, I'm going to talk about my feelings about the origin of this virus and the players in this virus. It's an amazing story. We've shared some of this before. Everything we're doing to fight this virus, I think, is to truly cover up its origins. Its origins. The origins of this virus are evil. They're not natural. And I say this from a logical point of view. Think about this for just a moment. If viruses jumping from bats to humans can cause this massive outbreak, why hadn't it happened before on a grand and global scale? It's not like we just discovered aeroplanes uh, last year. People have been flying all over the world, oh, I don't know, for 70 years We've had ships going around the world for hundreds of years. We've never heard of something like the coronavirus. A lot of what we're doing, I believe, is to save the hides of those that were doing things illegally 
with a bioweapon virus. I truly believe, and I pray, and I hope you pray with me on this, it is time for the total truth of this to come out. It is time to stop the lying. It is time to stop making this a secret NSA or CIA project. I've always said there's some things about this they don't want you to know. I believe that for decades, our own intelligence services and others have been doing things illegally against United States code and law regarding playing with bioweapons. I thought we got out of that business after World War I when we signed the chemical warfare. We're not doing it. I guess we are. And those that are the fathers of this virus, Fauci, Barrick, the Bat Lady, Dr. You know, Peter Daszak, those names just keep coming up every time. There's something going on there that is just wrong. And there's such an effort by the government and by the lamestream, bankrupt, intellectually immoral media. They like being at the, the grown-ups table, the elite media. You know, they like to be at the Obama party. They like to be among that group are trying to sell you the diversion information. Dr. Stock did an excellent job as a physician. In six minutes, what a lot of people have not been able to do in six hours, six days, six weeks, or six months. Simple, simple basic medicine 101. Things we have known to be true for decades. And he says it's the CDC that is going contrary to all the rules of science. Science now, when when Joe Biden and Kamala Harris say you must follow the science, what they really mean is you must follow the political science or you'll be crushed like a bug. So many doctors are putting their licenses on the line. They don't have to do this, but they're doing the right and moral thing. And I hope God blesses them and sustains them. If you believe in the work we're doing here at Truth to Ponder, please visit the website. Check out the radio ministries that we have. There's a lot more at the website than just this program. That's truth2ponder.com. If you believe in the work and want to help us financially, our mailing address, by the way, the checks are made payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. We're at 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. That is our secure box. 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. And we are in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia, with a zip code of 30537. That's 30537. Until tomorrow, may God bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.